Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with... Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, Browns, Cavs, Guardians, CLE Till I Die. And back by popular demand, the CEO of the best damn apparel company on the planet, Harry Arnett. Harry, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy. I was waiting for the horns to stop. Thank you. Good to be here. (laughs) You just leaned back. I love... Even yeah. though it's kind of Steelers colors, exactly I love colors. the black and yellow lettering. I believe Rihanna just sent me a package. So she was on the show a couple of weeks ago and she had the mustard with the black lettering hoodie. And I was like, oh, my God, I love that. Next thing I know, I get an email. What's your address? So I'm assuming that's what's in there. But I love the hoodie. Love it, man. Yeah, the mustard, the mustard black is like old school Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I mean, oh, I can't work because like no one cares about the Pirates. (laughs) But (laughs) right. For the Steelers, there's still a lot of people out there, especially Browns fans, like can't wear anything that looks like it's a Steeler thing. So no, I can't do it. But the like the Pirates, who cares? Like Gart. You know, the old Cleveland Indians slash Guardians, which you said, like, no, but nobody cares about that. No, we're good. Both teams suck, so it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Harry, what has been going on since we spoke last? Uh, you know, last time we covered, uh, it was right when Wall Street season one came out. We do know that season two, I believe, is currently filming, or did they wrap up? And if you can no. talk, I'm, I don't know what you can or cannot talk about. There's so, no wrap. There's okay. No wrap. We're, we're in... What do they call that? We're in production. Okay. okay. I say are they like filming you. Are they I filming we, you right like, now? Has anything to do with it other than we <laughs> sit here and they roll the cameras on us? But they're no, they're doing it right now. And um, spoiler alert for anybody who's uh, listening to the podcast and watched Wall Street season two because it was sort of kind of a cliffhanger at the end. You're like, oh, will the municipal guys and and uh, will that team make it? Are they going to make it? Are they going to go out a bit? What's going on? We're still here. And uh, we're rocking and rolling. We had a great year last year, Brian, um, getting through the pandemic and the launch. And last year was an awesome year. This year is even better by quite a bit. And we have a ton of cool stuff in terms of product and uh, how would I describe it? New people affiliating themselves with the brand. New people. Hmm. I'll tease one. I'll tease one for you, Ryan. Too, maybe somebody who happens to be affiliated with a Cleveland team. Hmm. Well, who could that possibly be? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we'll find out. We'll have to <laughs> wait. Harry, I'll I got a very. I'll tell you off the air. Okay, but I can't say anything on the air. But we're pretty excited. He's an awesome person, a freak athlete, loves municipal. And yeah, so we're ready to rock and roll. We're and we got a, a bunch of cool stuff too that's exciting for us because I mean you guys know as being folks that started this is when you start something from scratch, yep. you kind of have a vision of where you want to go. You don't know how you're gonna get there. You just know you want to get there. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes you whatever you write, I think we said this last time, you write down on a piece of paper 
in some kind of strategy document or whatever. This is what we want to be. And this is how we're going to get there. And as soon as you get going down that road, shit changes and you're going to be hitting all kinds of obstacles. So our direction has never stopped. I think the way we're going to get there has become a lot more clear. And we, we have something we're working on right now that's going to be life altering. It's great to hear. Here. And I think, I think really cool for fans of our brand because it's, it's going to take us to a level. I think that people are going to be really surprised about. And I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming by when you I'm talk about some of the I new apparel know. that's coming, where are we getting the M dot hat, Harry? Are we getting the M dot hat for you? It's coming. Yeah. Mark you said that last I time. That <laughs> and imagine, imagine, imagine this. Ryan, don't, no, no, don't tell anyone this. I'm going to keep my voice down so no one hears us talking about this. Imagine that M dot on things other than hats. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love everything love about it. it, Eric. Love it. Mm-hmm. Do I have your attention now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Brian, what's in yeah. the mug? What's in the mug? What you drinking in the mug on a... Honestly, a little bit of OJ. It's allergy oh, season really? here in North Carolina. So um, OJ mixed with what? Just a, a <laughs> tiny bit of water. Oh, so, could be fire water. So, but now just a little bit of OJ. We were talking off air, and uh, Harry knows this all too well. Being from Atlanta, it's allergy season here in North Carolina. And uh, for you watching, for you guys watching video, my eyes are just extra kind of glossy because I've been sneezing. I thought we were just everything I all we said something that made you emotional. No, I keep <laughs> I keep rubbing my nose. <laughs> I keep rubbing my nose. My nose is red. I mean, it is when you know for anybody who's not in the southeast. Cause we have fans obviously in the Southeast and all over uh, the country and really in all over the world at this point um, in, in the Southeastern portion of the United States starting in, in April and really for about four to six weeks end of March, four to six weeks, you will wake up in the morning and there will be a, it's almost like snow, like a light dusting of snow, but it's yellow powder the pollen from the trees and it is um it's tough some days i love how ryan did that he's like you know for those of us listening to the show we have a lot of fans in north really a lot of fans. (laughs) actually we have a lot of fans in the mid-atlantic and up in the east actually a lot of fans in the the united states you know come to think of it we have a lot of fans in the the, on the earth listen whole earth Everybody's a critic, Harry. Enough about me, more about you. All right. (laughs) No, I'm with you. You know, I'm from the south. And every time about this year is when everyone gets congested, our eyes start itching. You have to wash your car every week. It's it's a it's the, the struggle is real. Oh, it is. Well, not for you anymore. It's seventy five and sunny out in La La Land, We're right? Out here. We're slipping <laughs> it out here. You know, you guys make fun of that, but this morning it was cold. It was like sixty two when I walked outside at seven <laughs> in the morning. It's cold. So I got the hoodie on here in April. There Understood. You there you go. Um, so I think hopefully we're, we're really, really soon to seeing those awesome, uh, golf polos coming out. Am I correct on saying that? I believe it's the end of the month. Uh Oh, there we go. They got one on right now. Yeah. Uh, this month we're, we're pretty excited. We're really jacked about it. It's around golf polos. Sure have. Uh, I like to, I like to walk around the locker room and check out what polos guys are wearing. When you're when you've worked in the golf industry, that statement isn't actually all that weird. I know it sounded weird, 
but uh, I'm I'm like you guys, like this this polo I have on underneath this is like the most comfortable thing I've ever put on. And it's cool looking, I think. Don't you guys agree? Wouldn't you? I'll do ask my question that way. Wouldn't you agree? Well, we haven't seen them. Come on. I, I saw a little tease right there. Come on. But, yeah. I like that Mark was wearing. All right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have seen them. It's, okay. like it's kind of like Clark Kent. <laughs> oh, there goes <laughs> right. the glass. I know. We got to. I wish we had the, the, on, the Superman on. music. Hold on. We're going to have to wait. This, right this, this, this segment's for our OnlyFans out there. Fans only. <laughs> That's it. Fans only. <laughs> now. Oh, yeah. Look at that thing. So is that? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, Love yeah. It. Love it. So that's the T-shirt one, right? I know what this is called, Ryan. This is so genius. But we're marketers, so don't feel intimidated yeah, yeah, yeah. by our naming and how this is the polo tee. You see what we did there? Yeah. Polo and a tee. How many colorways you coming with first, Harry? I love the lingo. You said colorway. We love that. All in by the end of the year. I I believe we are going to have about twelve color. That's nice. Nice. And obviously, five or six. Obviously, you guys are known for for the fans of Wall Street and for fans of the brand. You guys are known for traditional and you know, quite frankly, non traditional colors. Um, Thank you. You know why? We we love you for that. Because yes, we're all gonna we're guys. We're gonna look at what you guys are wearing. We're gonna have blue. We're gonna have gray. We're going to have black, but your ladies aren't going to want you wearing blue and black all the time. They want a little arm candy when they go out. Am I right? They, they and you just, we're just giving the ladies what they want, which yeah, is make your usually, guy look pretty cool. And I think usually, the cool part about our brand that we spend a lot of time on is really thinking through colors and patterns that are might feel like they're stepping out a little bit for guys, right. but they're very wearable. Yeah, you're not going to look like a clown. You know, I have I have a friend I used to uh, work with, and when we were on work trips or whatever, and we go, you know, sometimes you go out, you go down the hotel bar, you grab grab a drink, talk about whatever, and you see the guys down there that are like single and ready to mingle, and they have on like the world's worst shirt. My friend would always say, "See that guy over there?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's the best shirt he's got. Like that's his he he picked that shirt. Like that's his top shelf." And you know, you're like, man, that poor guy. Well, with the municipal, like what's cool is you can, you're not going to look like that guy and, but you're going to have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of style, a little bit of hype without feeling like a clown. We take that really seriously. So we, we want, we want uh, just kind of your average working guys out there to feel like they're going to be super comfortable. They can wear it everywhere and they can dress it up or dress it down. Yeah, I we couldn't agree blue more. And gray. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Ryan, don't that... worry. We got blue and gray for you. <laughs> we even have we even have some orange. Doesn't matter. You, your number brown. one your number one brand ambassador is on the top here, and uh, he 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 will own it all before it's said. Uh, like, damn right, I am. And I gotta Ryan, say, I'm not I told just. Brian this, I told Brian this. You know, we're we're just little baby giraffes right now. Someday we'll be big giraffe, um, or little we're little little dogs now. We're gonna be big dog. And when we're big dogs, we don't forget the people that supported us when we were little dogs. Don't worry. And trust me, we will never forget Ryan's you. Ryan's forever on scholarship. Things. He's forever on scholarship. <laughs> I appreciate We, it. Harry, we are forever on. Uh, I'm I part know, of this. <laughs> I'm I was thinking, of... you know what we have for the fall? This is perfect for football season. 
Um, I know. I was just thinking that that is that yeah. is a very that's very close to the new Browns orange. You know what I'm gonna do for just for you? I'm not. I'm not even kidding. We're gonna get one made. Maybe we'll put it in the line. That's uh, brown and orange, just for you. Oh God, Harry! You know what? When you keep spoiling me like this. You know, you're going to get a Christmas card this year. I we promise. We do not forget the people that remembered us when we were little dogs. Yeah. We you patted us. Guys. You patted us on the head, rubbed us under the chin when we were little dogs. <laughs> and now that we're big dogs, we're, we're, uh, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this metaphor. I will say, Harry, the, the, the challenge here is this is the second time you've been on the show. And both times I've worn polos from the company you used to work for. I see the Chevron on there. So, I swear to God, next time you come on here, I'm going to have on municipal head to toe. Back, I promise. Drop, municipal I backdrop the whole night. I, I mean, I got the <laughs> shit, you know, it's like, I, I just got to, you know, I, I rock it around the house. You know what I mean? It's one of those I mentioned things. a funny line that guy used to work with. Here's another one. Another guy used to work with. Um, hey, Brian, you know what Ryan does with all of his old polos? What's that? He wears them. <laughs> That's all he wears. That's all he wears. We make uh, polos, Ryan. What are you doing? Come on, man. Harry, you know what? Here's the thing. This, I'm hey, no, seriously, you mentioned it. This polo is going to be right up your alley because this is like built for comfort. It's a little, you know, the style is a little is a little modern. Um, it's kind of, but it actually is a throwback to something we liked from about 20 years ago that we thought was super cool. And then it's, you know, you just you're actually wearing a t-shirt. But if you work in an environment or whatever that, hey, you can't wear a t-shirt to work, you're wearing a t-shirt. No one's going to hassle you. If I interviewed LeBron, I wouldn't interview LeBron with a LeBron jersey on. You know what I mean? So just I think you. about it like that, Harry. Hey, but, the, but I wear this stuff all day. Plenty of time to no. interview him now. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Last that's night, yeah, true. got knocked out with that team. Goodness gracious, Melo might not get an NBA championship, but he did get my Syracuse Orange Men a, a, a ring, and I will take it. <laughs> Our only we're national. We're going team. in the wayback machine now. Yep, it's, you have to. Yeah. And when you're leading some, you know, leading an organization like this, even though we're small, you you take a lot of things for granted that you really shouldn't, which is oh, we're on the same page at all times. So you got to so much about it is redundancy, consistency, continuing to hammer home your strategies, continue to hammer on what you're trying to do, especially in times of stress um, when, you know, tensions are high and you feel like things are life and death is always take it back to your vision. Here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get people. Uh, build a global community of people who never stop pursuing their full potential. And we're going to do that, arming them for the mission. We're going to make them more, more comfortable and we're going to make them look cool. And we're going to make them be able to go wherever they want. That's sport utility here. Like we say that all the time, so much so that you feel like, oh, I feel a little silly saying this over and over and over again, but that's, that's the only way really that you can keep a group marching forward, yeah. energized, motivated, the conversations collaborative, the innovation pumping in the, the same direction. Otherwise, people kind of, they just have a natural tendency to get all over the place. Even a in a strong, a strong leader doesn't hurt either, Harry. Um, I wish me, we had one. <laughs> let me ask you this way. So, you know, obviously we'll, we'll stay away from Wall Street season two. You guys are still filming. But I, I do want to allude back to Wall Street season one. Obviously, the challenges that you guys face during the pandemic as a brand, as a company, 
probably, and we talked about it the last time you were on. I mean, it was emotional. That was some of the most yeah. emotional portions of the show. You made some sacrifices. We've talked about this. You know, as how has the company changed since we last saw it? You know, you, are, you guys are growing. You're obviously, um, you know, your 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 product line is is getting larger. I mean, what's the day to day? How much different is it now compared to let's say eighteen months ago? Different stresses. I we don't have the existential. We don't have the risk that's that you know puts us out of business. We don't really have that out there anymore. We could have competitor moves or something happen that could really you know slow us down. But we don't have the big. Uh, is this going to work? Is this viable? Are we going to make it? Is, t- is tomorrow going to happen for us? In kind of a startup world that exists all the time. So, um, so the the challenges are different. Ryan, um, it's more about uh, what what are the right things that we need to be doing that stays us that keeps us focused and growing and um, and then dealing with those growing pains. So you know, it's it's getting from from zero to ten, for example, just 10, zero to ten. Anything is it has its own set of challenges. Then going from ten to twenty has its own different challenges, whether it's people or, or products or, you know, supply chain, um, all those kinds of things, timing. And then the chat, if a mistake, when you're a certain size in a, in a, in a, uh, a business like ours is, is magnified quite a bit. If in a, in the product world, because you, there's so many more units that you're dealing with than you did when you started. Like if we, if we'd screwed up a shirt or something, and when we started, okay, that's you know three or five thousand units. Like we can overcome that. You you make a mistake our size now, and it's like oh, well, it's twenty thousand units. And um, any startup will tell you that kind of the 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 thing that you got to keep your eye on more than anything than you you think about is your cash. So yeah. anything that affects that cash is is a challenge. You and know so, you. you go you you brought up supply chain i mean everybody in the world right now is is dealing with it feels like especially with like electric components and vehicles and you know building supplies lumber cement those kinds of things you guys facing supply chain challenges oh, as God, well yeah i mean and that's the thing like even for now the some of the things we can overcome because okay it's a month late that doesn't kill us we're not hitting um, we're not trying to, you know, put product in a retail location or something or, um, you know, get cars on the lot or anything like yeah. that. So we we can make it up if it's two or months, you know, a month or two delayed, which we've had a lot of that. As a matter of fact, we had we had a really cool uh, collection of things that we were wanting to launch last year in October, and it still hasn't arrived. Oh, wow. So, you know, like that kind of stuff happens, but it wasn't, wasn't existential, but those are just annoying, annoying things. Yeah. We don't have the, what keeps me up now doesn't have anything to do with our, are we going to be out of business tomorrow? So that's good. We, we've yeah. kind of proven that we're not just a viable business, but we have a real, a real cool growth company here. And then, 
making the decisions that are proper to have the type of growth that we're, we, we anticipate having is important. And then I think with, within the group here is it's, it's natural for us to want to take a breather and, and take a deep breath, but we can't slow down. So you, how do you keep running at a pretty breakneck speed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now have have that kind of lightness and freedom that you would have if you were running for pleasure. Okay, this is going to be a weird metaphor, but I'm going to see if this works. If it doesn't work, can you guys edit this out? Yes, we can. Um, all right. So <laughs> if you're running for pleasure, exercising, and you're in good running shape, and you get the runner's high, you follow? Yeah. Endorphins are going. You're leafing the runners high and you're running at a pretty good clip. You're still running and you know how you feel when you're doing that, right? It's been a while, but yeah. I was Ryan was like, um, okay, <laughs> let me can you pick another activity? No, I'm with you. The running part's important because I'm gonna get to the other part that might work or may not work. That kind of running is different, and you're but you're still running. It's a lot different than if you're running from like a bear. Yeah, no, I get it. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. It's so great when you're running from a bear, but you're still running. So then is the bear, if the bear, you kind of outrun the bear, although I think they tell you it just depends on what kind of bear you're running from, whether you should run or not. Um, Because they're fast. Like, don't try to outrun. And don't climb a tree if it's a black bear, I think. Black bears climb trees, right? Anyway, it's a different kind of running, but we're still running. So now, how are we running? What are we running towards? Yeah. I'm done with the running. No, no, it's good. So so let me, let me ask one more here. And I think this is going to make sense to you as you guys are scaling and you're going from a startup to a larger company. I mean, what's more, and the answer is probably going to be both for you, but this is sort of like a death is not an option. You have to pick one or the other. Uh What's more important to you, the agility, being able to stay agile, being able to pivot change directions or the efficiency piece, right? Because oftentimes you have to sacrifice one versus the other, right? So agility, the agility or the efficiency. Easily. Yeah. Speed. You're going to fail. You know, it's written right here. Let me, can you read that to me? Being wrong. Happens. Being wrong happens. Staying wrong is a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So have agility. I'll give me that in a business or anything. I'll take that a hundred times out of a hundred versus getting it right. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's great. So, but to answer your question, they're both important. You just said that if I, I had to pick one, or I can't remember. You threatened to kill me. It sounded like. <laughs> well, death is not an option, right? It's it's a game that I used to play at work, where it's threat. like yeah, I registered yeah. that as a threat. Yeah. But yeah, speed, <laughs> fail fast. I mean, these are all like cliches, I know. Yeah. But it's true. Like, get used to moving fast, failing fast, learning. That's why I showed you that. Like. You're gonna be wrong. Staying wrong is that's that's up to you. But yeah, choice. Um, yes, yeah, believe me, we failed a lot along the way, but I think we've been fast to overcome some of those things, and that's been really important. Back to the supply chain thing, um, because we have to pivot, or even the launch of the company was different because of the, because of COVID and working from home. Where we, we I'm not I'm not used to that. Right. I'm a managed by walking around and I love the engagement to see people and sure. joking around and what are you working on? How can I help? And now you go to 
video conferencing environment where you don't really do that. You're planning your meetings and like, it's a huge adjustment. You know, that's been really profound. I think everybody's kind of dealt with that the last. Yeah. No, we have people here in our office that have, I would see every day that now, now I see once a week, maybe, maybe less. So yeah, it's a, that's a big adjustment. Yeah, for and then sure. I did I mention that there are bears that chase us too? <laughs> Brian, I have no more business questions for Harry. You, <laughs> no, we can, we can, no, I know. I, just, I, I love hearing you guys. I love this sh- perspectives on this stuff too because we, we're in our little bubble and sometimes we're like, oh, this yeah. is the way it works. And then yeah. you guys are like, really? Because, and then I'm like, hey, I learn a lot. Now, Harry, coming from, uh, uh, you know, one of the most popular golf brands out there to Municipal, which, you know, really kind of tailors to the the everyman, uh, you know, especially whether if it's a, a boxer like Gabriel Rosado or a baseball player or someone like myself and Saba from the comfort our, our uh, from the comfort of our own home. You know, how, how much different is it and how much fun is it to be able to kind of cater to a much wider demographic than just trying to find whether if it's professional golfers to kind of be your brand ambassadors and you're really kind of tailoring it to the golf industry, whether professional amateur to now athletes, as well as, you know, really making the best sport utility gear on the planet for, you know, your every like your common man, I guess you could say. Yeah, I love it. You know, I'm glad you pointed that out because that's more really one of the reasons I left a place that I loved Callaway and people I loved Mm -hmm. in an industry I loved was the things I, the, the calling that I felt, if you will, like the professional calling was to try to build something from, from zero to build something from the ground up, have something. um, There was a little bit of my ego in it on like, I just want to see if I can sink or swim like that. Yeah. That I want to, I want to really um, feel the, the intensity of what it's like to build something, man, I wish I had that to do over again. Jeez. No, I'm just kidding. So um, in, in a, in a sport like golf that I loved, it's still the, the underpin now they're trying to change this, but the underpinnings of, and the fundamentals of that as a, as a, industry are very elitist so the thing the the in america i should say that in america it's 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 american golf participation is a very is very specific here it was built on um exclusivity and luxury and keeping people out it just was like you can argue with Matt all day long, but that's that's the truth. And so there's really this bifurcation that was happening and never really got reconciled, which is you have the elite part of the game, elite country clubs, rich people, if you and you kind of had everyone else, which was sort of like municipal. Um, some sometimes they call that retail golf, and those two worlds really didn't connect at all. Right, and that always that always bothered me, you know, like even at Callaway, I think our success was about being the most premium and the most accessible at the same time. But at the end of the day, it still is the latest thing. And I really was motivated to try to do something that touched more people and had a more transformative, could have a more transformative effect 
on their lives beyond just where they having fun when they're playing golf. We always tried to bake that in yeah. there at Callaway. Like, Hey, if you're, if you're, if you're having fun and playing golf and you're out, like it's going to have uh it's going to have a positive effect on other areas of your life. But I don't know if that was real for a lot of people, like the consumer. Sure. It was real for me. Like if I played good golf and was having fun, it tended to have more of a halo effect on other stuff, but not in the same way we're looking at municipal. So to answer your question, using a lot more time than you probably expected me to answer it. Yes. I it's, it's thrilling to be able to, uh, start to realize those intentions that when we started municipal are, are starting to happen. Um, and just the feedback we're getting from consumers, feedback we're getting from people that our brand touches, even though we were, we're, we're little, little puppies. I can see like, okay, the future of this thing is going to be what we expected, which is great. And, um, and it's, if we do our jobs properly and we're patient and, stick to the knitting, then, uh, I think it's, I think that we're going to have that type of impact. I meant, I meant to ask this on the last episode and I just now remembered it. The facility where your apparel is made, is that the same place where they filmed fantasy factory for, for Rob Deerdeck? Cause it looks oh, just like it from uh, the outside. Good question. It's in the same complex. Okay. So they're like okay. five different things in there. Okay. That all kind of look, you have a, that's a great eye. Yeah. yeah I, I would, cause I just remember seeing that one episode and I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where the fantasy fact. Very close. Yeah. They, the buildings looks very similar. Okay. There's a whole like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a, it's, it's not really a campus, but it right. kind of has that vibe to it a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I just remember Excellent. weird stuff from shows like when municipal appeared on ballers. And I was like, oh, that's right. a pretty cool brand. Right? Look at that brand. So in regards to, you know, some of your ambassadors, like like Gabriel Rosado, a uh, big shout out to him, Philly boy, Puerto Rican, yep. incredible boxer. Do they also get to put in some, like, insight as far as things that they look for, uh, you know, maybe as far as, I guess, kind of two-part question. Like, do you make them custom stuff? Uh, you know, I take it in his case, it would probably be the – boxing shorts or whatnot, but, you know, as far as their feedback and input, you know, how much of that do you guys kind of take in and put into consideration for, you know, upcoming launches and lines and things like that? Quite, quite a bit. Um, we try not to make anything custom for anyone because we want the people out there to be able to get the same stuff that folks like that are wearing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, even Mark, Mark has nothing custom made for him. It's all the well, same except stuff. that M dot hat that he wore in the entire yeah, yeah. first. That season. was a prototype. It was not made custom for him. <laughs> Here we got the M dot hat again. But um, but yeah, quite a bit. And Gabe's a good example. So he's training for a fight in a couple weeks, and he's um, he's getting you know cutting weight, and he's wearing our stadium jacket, which is like a it's kind of like a light puffer. He. He wear he's you know he's because he's sweating he's sweating like crazy so he wears a um, one of our crew necks underneath the stadium jacket and he likes it because it's super warm but really light so instead of having like a really heavy thing yeah he's got a really light thing so like that was really good feet I mean that literally just happened today he was telling uh, AJ and and Villardo, who work with us here that oh I love how this fabric and so that gave us like a lot of thought about oh what are some other things. 
we can do with that light puffer jacket. Right. It's really warm and it looks cool, but it's not bulky and heavy. Um, and Mark all the time, we have Wyndham Clark who's on the PGA tour. So he's given us a ton of good feedback on the types of things he's going to want to kind of kit himself out over time. But, and that's honestly, Brian, that's like the most fun part of the job yeah. is, is talking with people about a concept and that may exist or may not exist. And then seeing over time, bringing it to life, going through the prototyping phase, and then ultimately having it for people to buy. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's how we have a couple of products right now that I'm just thinking about, like the, the Polo T is one of them. Just, yeah. we were sitting around, Mark was a part of that. And Mark likes to play golf in a t-shirt and um, some places that he plays, they, they don't care. And some places they, they, he plays, they care, they care quite a bit. Yeah. So we were talking about, well, what if he, what, like, what if he, couldn't you just like have a t-shirt kind of that like looked like a polo? Oh, and like, that seems like a really dumb, oh, people have thought about that before. I've been around golf my whole life. No, they haven't. It's, yeah. never, it's never existed before. What? Crazy. And then we also have, I don't have it here, but we kind of did the same thing. We're like, oh, well, what would the, what would the short companion be to that? Cause you wouldn't want to, I mean, if you could wear it, I guess with a dumb pair of golf shorts, but like, why couldn't you do the same with like the most comfortable athletic or like yoga short or something? Why couldn't you figure out a way to make that look like a short you could play golf or go to um, a dress up outdoor barbecue or something? If you're, you know, I don't get to go to these places. But when my wife invites me to like her work, you know, barbecue or something, I can't look like a schlob. I can't show up in basketball shorts because she'll think that, you know, her colleagues will give her shit for underachieving marrying a schlob like me. So like, but why couldn't you figure out a way to do it? And we have that short, which is our super stretch short, which is in the line right now. It just, it actually just launched last week. And people are like, this thing's amazing. Why has nothing like that existed before? I'm like, it just, you got to have the conversation you got to and keep it going we call that around here innovation through collaboration values-based innovation that's that's how it happens like you got to enter the conversation and our product designers and product team have to be willing to like have that conversation with people that they don't think are experts and that's 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 the cool i think that's the coolest part of any job really or the ones i've had certainly with are more like product oriented now, last year, you, you guys unveiled the municipal trailer. Um, what will it take to get that bad boy to come over here maybe this summer for the Wyndham tournament? <laughs> you know who the one you need, to, you need to crack under intense pressure and okay. interrogation is one Rihanna Alice Sullivan, because okay. she is the one who's responsible for that. I'm with you. So yeah. let's get her off her here on the East Coast. make it happen. Okay, we asked her. You don't yeah, need to give me an episode. excuse. I love North Carolina. My wife's from there. I used to live there. You don't give, need to give me an excuse. That's there right. you go. That's right. Beautiful. I know. I know. We we'll make it happen. Have a nice little uh, in-person. In. In. We'll get some cheer wine. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe Bojangles biscuit. Oh, whatever I just told need. a story about Bojangles to some of the fellows around Did here. they get it? Not really. Most you know, people like, don't Bojangles. get Bojangles. Yeah, what? they don't get it. I'm like, they, yeah. don't get, they don't get the cheer wine thing either. They definitely didn't get cheer wine, but I'm like, 
Do you guys even know the flavor explosion of a buttery biscuit and a sweet tea? And they're like, what? <laughs> what? They're, they're both Californians. They're like, what? Yeah, that's avocado and stuff, right? It's a true yeah, Bojangles exactly. spokesperson right there. <laughs> now, which do you prefer? Because, I mean, Bojangles there is very similar to, I guess, the kind of the comparison here where people don't get in and out Burger and Whataburger. Which do you choose? Like, which do you prefer out of those two? Of in and out or Whataburger? Yep. Uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get uh, expelled from the state. But I think that in and out Burger, if you take away the cultish. Yes, no. Am I going to get shouted down by Ryan here? No, I agree with you. Take away the cultish weird following and affinity and emotive nature that people have in certain geographies and you just go, let's just go for the product. Right. And I'm going to assign a letter grade. I, I do letter grades on my foods. I don't know. Some people do the star system. Some people uh-huh. do the number system. I just do, I'll do letter grade. I think, I think, the In-N-Out Burger is a B, B-plus burger. I, I would agree. I mean, I've only been in and out twice, both times in Vegas. Both times I was a little underwhelmed. And, what? and I've Oh, I and, thought you were going to say something else. No, and I've been... Um, I've been ridiculed for it, saying it in the past. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a B burger. I find... I, I, okay, here's... In, it, I don't I mean no disrespect. I don't want people flooding your inbox, my inbox. I don't want the trolls out there. I'm just saying, I find it, and this is if if this didn't get the trolls, especially for you guys being in North Carolina, this definitely will get the trolls. And I love this. Nobody loves it's I equate it sort of with Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh yeah. And here's the thing: a hot crisp, a hot Krispy Kreme donut is an A, A plus. Like it is a amazing experience. Yes. Every minute thereafter, you can't do it on the letter system I just gave you, but if you did like a point system, it comes out of the oven. It's a hundred. You eat, if you eat it immediately, you get a hundred. Every minute that goes by, it drops a full point. So if you wait 10 minutes, it's a 90. If you Once wait the light goes minutes, off, it's an 80. Once the light goes off on the sign, don't it's even over. bother. And <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like um In N Out Burger is that same way. That if if it's 15 minutes from when they handed it to you, mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. All valid, Harry. I love yeah. it. I love that. So that, that being said, I I think just objectively speaking, I'm no expert here. I'm just talking about my own personal experience. Objectively speaking, um, I'm going to get shouted down by this. I think I, I actually think uh, that you didn't mention them, but I think like Five Guys is probably one that I would prefer. Funny you say that. It's funny you say that. So Whataburger actually started in Corpus Christi, Texas. My aunt Cindy lived in Brownsville, Texas back in the day. So we would go down there and visit her and I had Whataburger. I mean, it's good, but it wasn't great. Here's the thing, though. Five Guys has started. It's not like I eat five guys that much, but it has started to grow on me 
Um, it is actually probably my favorite fast food burger. Yeah, well, okay, so I'll say this too, and just in defense of Whataburger and In-N-Out Burger, places like Five Guys, places like Shake Shack, they were developed in a laboratory. They aren't real connected to a geography or have any indigenous value. They were created in a lab. So I kind of like, I know it's not really a fair fight. You know, it's like, oh, which do you like better? Do you like um, uh, Shake Shack or or White Castle? You're like, you can't, no, don't do that. Don't, don't even do that. It's not the same thing. It's, it's, they're not, you can't do it. So uh, but I, so I think that's probably a pretty good comparison you made. Waterburger has the regional Texas, mm-hmm. hasn't really spread outside of Texas, and In and Out Burger really hasn't spread outside of a few states. I know they're in in uh, Texas now, maybe um, Arizona, California, of course. But I should say all this. We're we're sort of splitting hairs. I'll eat them all. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. For one yeah. part of me, I will right. destroy it. So. That, that's how I am. I mean, my big thing with In-N-Out Burger, I think, is the, the pricing, most importantly. Because I remember my first trip to California, the burgers there were actually less expensive than the McDonald's that we went to. And much yeah. better, uh, you know, value, in my opinion. So I think that's that's my personal. That's what Villardo says here, who works with us. He's from California. He's yeah. like, you can't bring Shake Shacks in. It's like a $12 burger. Right. Like that doesn't count. I'm like, okay, right. fair point. Fair point. And, and that's the thing. Five guys, good burgers, but I mean, you're spending yeah, 10 bucks no. a burger. Two burgers or in, a, in, a, in it, a fry. You get it, yeah. It's $12 there. If you Uber eats it, it's $64. Yes, yeah, $77. <laughs> $77. So uh, again, big thank you to our sponsors out there, the Believe Podcast Network, and of course, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. And of course, Zipster, that is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R for all your podcasts website and seo needs local company right here in greensboro doing some of the most amazing websites on the planet at very affordable prices and as always keeping us out of jail as best as you can andrew newman attorney at law attorneynewman.com is the website Uh, on behalf of everybody from zero dark nerdy this is brian and we'll see you next week peace And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.